1: Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Here we go with our number two on a Tuesday broadcast of Superfly Haze. As our executive producer, we did drop our Bud Light huge question of the day to 13 games. One name. Who is the Lions MVP? I said golf. You get one name. okay? it's a pretty simple question. By the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So answer the question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold. They're back at home Wednesday night after a home game last night. 7 p.m. will be the tip in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com and also the Van Andel Arena box office. It is a final from Qatar, Argentina, 3, Croatia, nothing. World Cup semifinal, so Messi is off to the World Cup finale against either Morocco or or France. Could it be Mbappe and Marseille? Marseille, whoa. Marseille, rah. That's a Marseille. Our soccer insiders, John Conlan and Joey Baroni, will join us inside this hour. In about 60 minutes, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear at the Wolverine.com. his thoughts on the matchup with TCU. Jim Combroni, SpartanEgg.com on MSU and the Big Ten. We heard from Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball. And our number one, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Tell us about the incredible shows, They're huge New Year's Eve celebration, and also all the giveaways happening in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. That's Soaring Eagle. Messi's amazing. I'm telling you, man. How do you not root for that guy? Well, what's he up to? 300 million followers on Instagram? Seriously, 300 million. He could take a picture of him and his kids in his pool and the money he probably gets from Instagram just for posting that picture is probably more than a lot of us make in the year. Seriously. He's messy. And reportedly, and maybe it was premature, that he's going to end his career in Miami and MLS and also be an owner. And Ronaldo... Reportedly, what turned down Saudi Arabia? He didn't even—he wasn't even the starting lineup for Portugal at the end. Will he be coming to America? Because I can't get enough of watching Messi. I just can't. I mean, I uh, the the dude is like it's it's Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, whatever you want to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Brad, he's up to 389 million followers on Instagram. 389 million followers. He can take a picture of his bowl of cereal on Qatar for breakfast, and he probably gets paid, you know, 100 grand. My Lord. I follow him. I'm one of 389 million and he only follows 289 people. Let's see if he followed me. No. Nope. Federer, Rafael Nadal, Floyd Mayweather he follows, so that's great. Who else does he follow? I think live stalking of Messi's Instagram account is really solid radio. I'm looking at any other famous people. A huge show. That's pretty cool. Thank you, Messi. One of 289. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> Look at that. Three hundred and eighty nine million followers. And I was looking to see if Messi followed John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders and soccer coach for the girls at Byron Center High School. Legendary high school coach and also one of the great club coaches. Uh in Michigan and in the Midwest, uh, he's standing by. Uh, how about Messi? Three hundred eighty-nine million followers on Instagram. Well
2: Yeah, that's not bad. That's no, not bad. I mean, it, it, that's probably what second to Elon Musk, and that's about it, right?
1: I well, mean, yeah, it just it had, it had, that Elon Musk follower list may <laughs> fluctuate somewhat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I will tell you what. I think we can end the debate. In my opinion, it can end the date, debate between Messi and Ronaldo. I yep. think, you, you know, you you gotta produce on the world's biggest stage. This will be his second final. Um, when you talk about the best of all time, you talk about Pele, you talk about Zidane, Diego. They all won a World Cup, and now Messi's got his chance, second chance to win it. And I mean, they beat kind of everybody's favorite, Croatia, right? And I honestly, it was in a lot of ways the messy game. Like I'm just watching the highlights. Like he set up everything they did today. Um, so he produced on the biggest stage with tons of pressure. I mean, how many penalty kicks has he taken in this World Cup? Four? Three? Four? And to beat world class keepers over and over and over on penalty kicks, he's the guy's unbelievable. I mean, he's got ice in his veins and uh, you know, there's a lot of people who want to see him fail, but they're going to be extremely disappointed because I'm putting my money on them to to probably beat France in the final.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised, and to be honest with you, when he came in, he brought some life to the Portugal uh, attack. I, you know, the Ronaldo thing kind of caught me off guard. By the way, he is the worldwide leader on most followed accounts. Uh, Five hundred twelve million followers for Ronaldo. Wow. Well, he's better looking. That's, I mean. Well, the girls the girls like him. I, I get that. But I, I was surprised why he was sitting because, uh, uh, you know, Portugal, I, I, I don't get it. And maybe they're looking at what happened with, you know, Manchester United. Who knows? But is he on the backside? I, they, they're talking about places now he's going to go play. He might have to lower his expectations. I think he just comes to America and plays in New York or L.A., right?
2: yeah soccer's a different game. I mean once you hit thirty five thirty six it's it, it, it there are very few tom Bradys, very few guys because you're you know you're running ten miles a game you're you're competing you know twice a week oftentimes, especially in the World Cup. It's very, very difficult to maintain your fitness level and your level of play past the age of thirty five thirty six Is he on the downswing I think he's shown that this year. Can he recover? I mean, he's he's kind of like Floyd Mayweather and kind of like uh, you know Brady and guys like that. Like he has a really strict diet and um, doesn't really party a lot and takes his takes his uh, fitness really seriously. So I mean, I think he could easily come back and be great. Ronaldo could be, but uh, you know, it's it's very hard after the age of thirty six. So I, I think this was probably his last hurrah. Um, I. You know, I got to ask this question by a lot of people. Do you think the co- the manager did the right thing by benching him? Well, first of all, I'm yet to meet a coach or manager in this world that doesn't want to win. So if they benched him, it's because they didn't think they could win with him. Um, and I, I don't know how you second guess uh, a manager who's you know coached in multiple World Cups. And yeah, I mean, obviously, just didn't think Ronaldo could produce for him. Um, and I I I agree. Like the games I watched, I thought he was pretty uninvolved and. A very, like, static, just stood there on the field and waited for the ball to come to his feet, and that's not the way he was when he was younger. So, But, hey, anyone who doesn't know Messi, make sure you turn in for the World Cup final. Tune in for that, because it's going to be great.
1: Uh, Will Ronaldo end his career in the MLS? Is that the last stop?
2: Yeah, I said that years ago. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. Just in, in terms of exposure, like, if you think about it, like, he's set for life financially, right? So now the only thing he can really do is kind of, you know, fix this end of the end of his career kind of, uh, you know, downward spiral that he's been in this last year. And where else to do that better than in the U S where you're going to have all these adoring fans that could care less, whether you run very hard, they just know you were the, you know, a world-class player and you probably score 20 goals in the MLS and, and be an all-star and yeah, I think it's, and get a huge paycheck. So I don't, I don't see why going to China or going to Japan or going to any of the Asian countries would be maybe financially be better, maybe, but I don't know why it'd be a better end of his career. I mean, this is this is kind of where the great ones go to die now is the MLS. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's, he's definitely going to end up here, I think.
1: And you called uh, him and Messi would end their playing careers in the MLS. Now, there was that report early on in the World Cup, which kind of, Uh, disappeared, that Messi was set to play in Miami and that ownership, playing partnership uh, that you've talked about and a lot of people have talked about would begin. Do you think uh, they didn't like the announcement happening while Argentina was still making a push for the World Cup and that will come when the World Cup is over?
2: Yeah, you know, I don't know with Messi. I mean, he's still, I mean, you're watching him play right now. Like, he's still a top five player in the world. I don't know how you could debate it. Um, you know, so he might play three, four more years in Europe. And then once you hit like 40, you know, I don't know if he's still going to have that energy to want to play in the MLS. Who knows? I mean, really, he doesn't have to do anything. He could win this game on, on Sunday and, and just say, I'm done. And people would, you know, put him in the top two, three players of all time. So hard to say with him. I think with Ronaldo though, like he's got an image piece he's got to fix and, uh, the he doesn't want to go out the way that this last year has gone. I mean, playing for arguably the biggest club in the world and failing and you know, then having a, a, a poor World Cup. I just don't – Ronaldo's a, a, a pretty uh, big personality. I don't see him wanting to go out like that I, just based on everything I've ever read on him. So I think I could definitely see him coming to the U.S. I could definitely see him being the guy that kind of revitalizes the U.S. kind of like Beckham did you know, fifteen years ago. Um, but Messi,
1: it's hard to say. Yeah, looking at Messi today from the start, when he walked on the pitch, he had that look that, you know, the, the MJ Tiger uh red Sunday, that look where I'm like, they're gonna kick their butts. And can
2: I t- yeah, can I tell you my favorite moment, honestly? So Messi's always kind of been this good guy, right? Like right. he's he's been this quiet personality, this one that you can't say anything bad about. Well, Van Gaal, who is the Dutch coach, who who likes to chirp and and honestly, I think talks way too much and is a, w- a little bit too arrogant for me. Messi came, went up to him after the game and basically said, "You you talk too much, man. You, you're not you know you're not a good sport. You need to quiet down." And and I actually now I wouldn't want my players doing that, but this is the best player in the world, right? And the best player in the last twenty years. And he basically told you know Van Gaal, "Shut it. Like you're going home, buddy." And I had a ton of respect for that because I, I think he could have easily just walked away, but Van Gaal needs to shut his mouth. He was acting like a clown, and uh, I loved that Messi did that.
1: Yeah, go ahead fire up Messi uh, to show everybody in the end. And now it will be Morocco, who's had an unbelievable defensive run uh, to get to the semifinals of the World Cup. They're legit. Uh, you have France, who at times can look bored, but then they turn it on because they're – uh, loaded with talent. Your thoughts on that other semifinal?
3: Oh,
2: man. I mean, I think the easy pick is is France, but I wouldn't want to play Morocco. I mean, they, they rope-a-dope, man. They sit in a shell and they just wait till you expose yourself, and then they counter you, and they've got so much speed up top that I don't know if you saw the header they scored last game. But the dude's chest was above the bar. I mean, I'm going to guarantee you that guy's got about a 40-inch vertical. They have some absolute freaks in their attack, and they'll just wait. They're patient. They'll wait until you expose yourself. Whereas, the you know, the French, they're a little more free-flowing. They're not always as tight defensively. They kind of open themselves up to that. But, um, you know, like against England, they, they definitely got exposed a couple times, but you know, I think it's safe money on France, but you can't bet against Morocco. They've done it against the best in the world. I mean, they did it against Spain, and you know, Spain was a fantastic team. Well,
1: uh, before I let you go, thoughts on the U.S.? Uh, we talked about their exit from the World Cup, but then you hear stuff about Reyna almost sent home, and uh, you're you're getting some drama, and you're trying to get that mentality of building a potential champion, which still may be decades away but the next world cup will be uh, in north america your, your thoughts on uh, the u.s shaping a team uh, that can go next level
2: um i mean i told you this 10 years ago we're you know now i say we're 28 years away we're not going to win the next world cup and I, I know there's a bunch of u.s fans on here they're thinking i'm just this anti-u.s guy i'm not at all like i actually am a huge supporter of u.s soccer but I think realistically, in order for us to win a World Cup, we have to be much deeper. We have to have world-class goal scorers, and we don't have either one of those. We don't have depth or world-class goal scorers. I think, you know, whether or not Berhalter did a good job, I I hear all these critics who are people who are friends of mine, you know, smashing him, but, you know, I wasn't in the camp. I can't see. All I know is they competed with some of the best in the world and went toe-to-toe with them with, you know, a really young midfield and I think he did a pretty good job. Um, as for the stuff with Reina, like that happens in every camp. I mean, every, I can tell you right now, if you went to every almost every single camp um, for the World Cup, they probably had an issue with one or two players. These guys have massive egos. They're millionaires. And they're used to starting on their club teams. And when you know when they're told they're not going to start, they're going to pout. And I hate to say that's the way of the world now, but it is. Uh, what I think Burhalter is going to realize, though, is that a lot of times the talent supersedes the coach, and I I, I have a hard time believing that they would get rid of Reyna, who's 20 years old, to keep Burhalter. That's not going to happen. Uh, Reyna is the future of U.S. soccer in a lot of ways, with Weah and a couple of these other young guys, Adams, and I just think Berhalter probably would have done better to not even let that get out into the media. I don't I don't know how you know, how that was to help him or why he did. But unfortunately, I think this is going to be maybe the, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back and brings in a new manager. Because I I just think U.S. soccer is going to stand by their young talent. I have a hard time believing they're going to stand by a coach that, you know, won one game out of the group stage in the World Cup.
1: John Conlan he is one of our soccer insiders checking in talking about Argentina advancing. Uh, they get to the World Cup final on Sunday three zip uh, or three nil as they would say in the soccer uh, world over Croatia. Uh, now it's Morocco and France on the other side and that winner will meet Messi in Argentina uh, for the World Cup. Uh, Johnny, good stuff. Uh, we'll talk next week on Monday and look back at the World Cup champion.
2: Yeah, last thing I'll say is I do think if it's France-Argentina, you do have the handing off of maybe the greatest player of all time, Messi, to the greatest young player, Mbappe. And that's kind of a cool thing. That's like Jordan to LeBron, like that type of thing. Um, Mbappe's a really special player. He's already got nine goals and two World Cups, and he's, what, 22 years old. So, um, I yeah, that's a cool thing. Could be a really cool final.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk Monday about the final, Johnny. All right, sounds good. All right, John Conlon, one of our Soccer Insiders, Check it in on the Meyer Guest Line. Joey Barone also will join us uh, later this hour. Doug Skeen on Michigan TCU and the college football playoff in about 45 minutes. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com on Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball in the Big Ten. We heard from Brian Bush, the voice of Michigan basketball earlier. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort on all the giveaway shows and the New Year's Eve celebration in Mount Pleasant. Michigan. We also have our Bud Light huge question of the day through 13 games. Who's your Lions MVP? One name. That's it. One name. Thank you to our friends from Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser Busch distributors. You want to join in? One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook, and also opt in on the huge text chain. Text the word "huge" to twenty-one thousand. Speaking of twenty-one thousand and our text chain, there's a special uh, code. You need the text right now. Uh, we're down to what you know about twenty hours left in the promotion. How would you like to win a trip for two to go see Michigan play TCU in the desert? Airfare, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, Uh, transportation to and from the game, parties, some meals. It's an awesome trip. You have to be 21 and up. Text Go Blue as one word. G O B L U E. Go Blue as one word to 21,000. Text Go Blue as one word to 21,000. You have. Until noon tomorrow, right before noon tomorrow, and the winner will be chosen at noon. And you could be off to the desert to watch the Wolverines take on TCU 21 and up, one entry per phone number. Text Go Blue as one word, G-O-B-L-U-E, to 21000, and good luck. Joey Baroni, another soccer insider. His thoughts on Messi and Argentina advancing to the World Cup final. Michigan TCU conversation. More opinions on the Lions MVP, Michigan State hoops, and more coming up to the callers online. Stick around. Michigan will hear you next.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
1: Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with
2: $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings only at
1: Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's
2: engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local AutoValue auto parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job,
1: because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at AutoValue, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. The 57th annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock. Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids featuring the Michigan State Spartan Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Loves at the numbers. 2 team. Western Michigan Broncos. With a And the Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational. And Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best.
4: Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper part Store Studio. Bud Light, huge question of the day is out there. Who is the Lions MVP through 13 games? One name. You can drop it. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I had the huge show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, and the Gold are at home tomorrow night. 7 p.m. tip. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. We had John Conlon on last segment talking about Argentina in the World Cup semi. Blanking Croatia 3-zip, Joey Baroni another one of our soccer insiders is standing by. We want to get his thoughts on Messi and Argentina advancing to the final, and also Morocco and France in the other semifinal. How you doing, Joey? I'm doing well, huge. Thanks. Man, Messi, I was just seeing the highlights at the break again. That guy, mm, greatest ever. Is there any debate? I mean, he got Pele, right? Obviously, that would be older generation versus newer generation, but... Messi's amazing and especially how well he's played in the World Cup. Yeah,
3: I think I think the debate between Messi and Ronaldo should definitely be over now. Um, I mean, you see how Ronaldo has uh, done in this World Cup even the fact that the, he hasn't even started the last two games and um the things that Messi can still do at the twilight of his career versus what Ronaldo's able to do or not do. That should not be a debate anymore now whether Pelé was so so many, many years ago. That's so tough to compare in air and players in different eras. Uh, Maradona, I think, should still be considered one of the best in the, that ever played. Definitely the most talented, I think, Maradona. But that guy just didn't take care of himself, didn't take care of his body like Messi and Ronaldo have. So, um, so yeah, I think the better comparison probably would be with with Pele. But unfortunately, that was so so long ago. That it's tough to compare. But uh, it's great to see. I, I'm happy for Messi. I'm happy for. Argentina, um, uh, to see that Messi uh, has a chance now to to win the World Cup. And leave that uh, the only question mark that he has in his career is that he hasn't won the uh, World Cup, so he has a chance to do that on Sunday.
1: Why is Messi so good from a a pure soccer standpoint uh, for our listeners uh, who may only see Messi World Cup or, uh, you know, big soccer events uh, why, why is he so good? For, for a young soccer player or a parent listening right now, why is Messi the best in the world?
3: There are a couple of things. Uh, obviously, his dribbling ability, which is natural, right? God-given, it's natural. But his ability to change speed at the, at the right time. Messi's not, Messi's not even in the top 100 fastest players in the world, but his ability to just change speed, accelerate at the right time, even though everybody knows that he's going to his left. He can still do it. You see what he did on that third goal to that number 20 for Croatia, who's been one of the best defenders in the world, in, in the World Cup. Uh, he dragged him right, dragged him left, went, they went, went that way. And the guy did a good job on him off for about five, six seconds. And then Messi completely changed his speed and went in and did the assist. So, so that's one of the things. And another thing, if you notice, if you watch Messi play soccer, he doesn't run. The guy doesn't run. Everybody gets measured with a heart rate monitor how many miles they run, and you hear these guys like Brozovic from Croatia running 10 miles a game. Nobody ever knows how many miles Messi runs because you would be disappointed if you counted miles. He probably runs about two and a half miles a game, which is nothing. But when he's walking, when he's standing, walking, he's scanning the field right, left. He's looking, he's looking, and he's just hanging out, hanging out, chilling, waiting for the the right moment to check to the ball or make a run, go get the ball. Even defensively, he stands, but then he looks over his shoulder before he, he wastes any energy any unnecessary energy. So when he does have the ball, he has already an idea what he wants to do with it. He's already in a good spot. And he has the energy left to you know to do what he needs to do. And even in that third goal, you saw him, when he dribbled past the guy and then two other guys went to him and it was tight space, he was dribbling with his head down, he could still see the the open guy. So that's a combination of things. You know, it's God-given natural ability to dribble, but it's also just his intuition and his soccer IQ, just this, stand around walk around you know we're, we're, we're at, a, at a time in soccer where we measure how many miles people run we throw a hard monitor on, on them and make sure that they're running enough and they're they're running at, at, at full speed you know the percentage of oxygen intake all that science all that stuff and he's he's just like you know what I'm I don't like running and I don't need to run I'm just gonna scan the field and, and do what I do best so so I think that's another thing that young players need to also to know uh, is that i tell my parents i say you know you need to turn your kid's strength into super strengths instead of worrying so much about the weaknesses so so a lot of people look at mess and say he's too small doesn't run enough doesn't defend enough but he's made his strength a super strength and that's what that, that's what's so great about him he's um he's so much fun to watch
1: Joey Broni, one of our soccer insiders, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Hude Show across Michigan. Argentina 3, Croatia nothing. Argentina moves on to the World Cup final on Sunday against the winner of Morocco and France. Are you expecting the French to take on Messi and Argentina on Sunday, or do you give Morocco a chance because their defense has been fantastic during this World Cup in Qatar?
3: Uh, Morocco has a chance. I mean, they they play a lot of players behind the ball. They're organized. They're, you're right. Their defense is strong, and for them to get to this point, everybody, is, you know, is confident enough. But I, I think I think they're going to run out of a, of a luck, if you will, or run out. I think France has too much. Um, I definitely, as a soccer fan, I definitely would like to see an Argentina France final because I think that would bring a lot more of an entertaining game. I think. You know, Mbappe and France are going to look to play. Argentina is going to look to play at some point. Um, so maybe, you know, an Argentina-Morocco game would bring something that we haven't seen before, which is obviously an African team in the final. And But I think I think Morocco sits back way too much and plays too much of a tactical game for for it to be as enjoyable if it were an open game, Argentina-France. and And the game is not going to open up right away. You saw today's game, Argentina and Croatia, we're cautious the first 10, 15 minutes. You know, they're just feeling each other out. But then at some point, the game opens up. And when that does, Argentina-France could be, for a soccer fan, it could be a joy, a joy to watch. So I'm hoping Argentina-France, and I'm hoping Argentina wins so Messi can win the World Cup.
1: His name is Joey Baroni, head soccer coach for Grand Rapids Catholic Central, also in charge of the youth program for MFA here on the west side of the state. When it comes to soccer, I bring in Joey, the Brony Brothers, and also uh, John Conlon. Good stuff, Joey. Appreciate your time and enjoy that final. And I'll get your thoughts on the World Cup champion on Monday's show.
3: Sounds good, yes. Thank
1: you. All right, Joey Brony checking in on the Meyer guest line. Doug Skeen on Michigan TCU here in about 30 minutes, co host on the Michigan Football Podcast. At the Wolverine.com. He'll join us from the east side of the state. Tim McCullough, the Fun Governor from the Sower and Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. A lot going on with their shows, New Year's Eve, the giveaways, and more we'll hear from Timmy in about seventy-five minutes. Bud Light, huge question of the day through thirteen games. Who is the one name that you would give the Lions thirteen game MVP to? I said golf. Uh, you can drop your comments at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also on air at 1-866-838-4843. Uh, we also are giving away that Maize and Blue trip of a lifetime. Airfare for two, two tickets to see TCU, Michigan. Three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale Resort. Uh, transportation to and from the game, parties, some meals included. If you're 21 and up, text Go Blue as one word. To 21,000. Text GOBLUE is one word uh, to 21000. One entry per phone number. And you'll be in the drawing tomorrow at noon for that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Courtesy of Soren Eagle and also the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. Uh, get those phones out and text one one entry per number. 21 and up. Text Go Blue as one word, G O B L U E, to 21000. Everything
0: huge, 24 7 at thehugeshow.net basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to 25 dollars back in free bets turn game time into showtime with the king of sports books visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager michigan only this is a new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance if you think you have a gambling problem call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help excludes michigan disassociated persons
1: Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bro's, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000. That's Go Blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit MichiganSportsNetwork.com. Text the keyword Go Blue to 21000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at Soar and Eagle Casino.com. You want to spend New Year's at Soren Eagle? They have the biggest party in the state. Download the Eagle Access app or just go to Soren Eagle Casino.com. We'll hear from the fun governor. Tim McCullough will join us coming up here uh, within the hour. We also dropped our Bud Light huge question of the day through 13 games. Who's your Lions MVP? Answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Joining us here on the Meyer Guest Line, Rob Bentley. He's the play-by-play voice of Ferris State football, and he's all jacked up about Saturday's D2 National Championship game against Colorado Mines down in McKinney, Texas. Dogs looking for back-to-back championships. And, you know, Rob, the big thing is uh, the impact of being a back-to-back D2 football champion and what that would mean to Ferris State as a university, as a football program. Uh, There is a lot on the line Saturday.
4: Oh, there certainly is. You know, it's uh, great to just have this opportunity, but, you know, a tremendous opportunity in terms of the exposure for our university and what it means for our, our fans and our alumni base in West Michigan. Um, you know, I know there's a ton of support out there uh, from, the, from the Bulldog Nation, and we, we've seen it the last couple times. We've been down to Texas, just just what this means, the the entire experience uh, for those that are able to follow our team and, and kind of follow along to what, what we do in terms of, uh, you know, exposing our University and our and our football program.
1: Uh, how has the fan base grown, uh, both on campus uh, with alums coming back for games? Uh, what you're expecting Saturday? I know it's down in Texas and it's short notice for a lot of people uh, during the holiday season, but just overall, uh, how has fan interest grown with Ferris State football?
4: You know, I think it's grown tremendously. Uh, you know, evidenced by the crowd we had against Grand Valley for our our home regular season game this year, uh, 12,000 plus, which was a, a school record for us in terms of uh, a home game. Um, you know, we've had a great outpouring of support. I think when we've been there in the past, especially last year, uh, fans that really, uh, you know, thought we had a great opportunity to win a national championship going to Texas last year, and they came out uh, in full force in support of this. And, you know, I think it's grown from there. We had uh, big lines uh, here on campus uh, a couple days ago to uh, sell out our, our student fan bus, um, four buses that sold out uh, within a, within an hour. So I think there's a tremendous outpouring uh, from not only the alumni and fans, but our students, which, uh, you know, is great to see from our, from our uh, university.
1: So, Rob, from a pure football standpoint, uh, what you called uh, on the Bulldog Football Radio Network and the win over West Florida uh, last Saturday in the D2 semis to this matchup uh, with Colorado Mines, uh, what's the difference uh, between what West Florida brought to Big Rapids and what we'll see in McKinney, Texas with Colorado Mines in the championship game on Saturday?
4: You know, I think it starts uh, for as much uh, attention that the Colorado Mines offense gets. Uh, You know, it's their defense, I think, that kind of separates them from West Florida. Uh, Last week we were able to, you know, kind of line up uh, against a three-man front and, you know, effectively run the ball, uh, you know, most of the day. uh, Over 300 yards rushing, which was kind of a season high for us. And, um, you know, this week I think uh, Colorado Mines much better up front defensively. So, you know, we're going to have to take care of the football and, and be able to mix it up a little bit more than maybe what we did last week. Uh, then offensively, you know they're they're explosive, kind of like West Florida was. Uh, great quarterback that uh, maybe is the front runner for the Harlan Hill Trophy, he is the Division Two Player of the Year, and John Matoka. So he he's a guy that makes things happen. So you know our defense uh, is going to have to be ready to to play a, a full game and uh, maybe facing one of the best offenses uh, that you know we've seen over the course of the year.
1: Tony Anise, uh, Rob from being around him, and I talked about it last week with you and also with Coach. Three losses for Ferris State football and Tony Anise since. 2018 uh what makes an different uh from other not only d2 coaches but any other football coaches you've been around or seen
4: you know i think his competitive desire to you know be the very best he can be really uh, spills over into what um you know the, the kids uh, pick up on um you know there's a tremendous culture uh very uh, family oriented type culture and you know, these guys have a lot of respect for him, and, and you know, he puts the respect right back uh, toward them as well. Uh, you know, I think it's a great culture that he's been able to establish. Um, you know, and a lot of it's uh, due to his competitive nature and, uh, you know, just being the very best that, uh, you know, we can be and, and taking it a day-by-day by day, by day basis and, you know, not focusing so much on the long-term goal, but, you know, just the attention to detail and getting better every day.
1: Well, Bentley is the voice of Ferris State football. He'll be calling the D2 National Championship game on Saturday against Colorado Mines in McKinney, Texas. That game will kick off at 1 o'clock Michigan time, and they've added 96-1 the game, our flagship station, to their broadcast uh, network, and also locally in Big Rapids. People can hear the game where? On Sunday, 97.3,
4: and we'll also have it, of course, uh, online at FerrisStateBulldogs.com on our streaming platform.
1: Great, and by the way, FerrisStateBulldogs.com, if you want to gear up for the dogs, whether you're having your own Watch party. You're going down to McKinney, Texas. You're going to your local pub, FerrisStateBulldogs.com. That's FerrisStateBulldogs.com. You can gear up for the Dogs and the D2 National Championship game on Saturday. Uh, one final thought on this team, and Tony and East brought it up earlier in an interview, Rob. fifteen. They lost 15 guys from that Ferris State offense that won the National Championship a year ago 15, and here they are back in the D2 title game.
4: You know, I don't think it's any surprise to to our fans. Um, you know, a lot of fans had some big expectations coming into the year. You know, obviously the preseason number one team and, you know, tremendous amount of guys uh, back on the defensive side. But, you know, we've really battled, uh, I think, offensively, um, you know, a young offensive line that uh, has got better and better. But, you know, there were some growing pains here over the course of the year. And then, you know, losing uh, several key playmakers, the injury, um, you know, it's been really a miraculous job uh, that's been able to, you know, be accomplished to get us back to this point, um, you know, My Lake Mitchell, our quarterback, uh, really battled through some injuries this year. We didn't have him uh, a large chunk of the season. So it's been a work in progress, but, you know, fortunately they're playing their their best football uh, here at the time of the year when it matters the most.
1: Rob, we'll see you down in Texas.
4: Hey, thanks huge. Appreciate it, and thanks for all the support.
1: Time to check in on what's on tap at all the Brands Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch Ferris and Colorado Mines play for the D2 National Championship at 1 on Saturday and all the TVs at all Brands locations, plus Lions and the Jets on Sunday. For the Brands close to you, go to Brands.com. You'll find a Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Gr. And Mike Brand has the brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. Pickup, delivery, Brands.com. Order up your brand's favorites, but make plans on watching the next big game or enjoying happy hour lunch or dinner at your local brand's steakhouse and grill for the one close to you. Uh, go to Brands.com. 24 7, everything you need with this show is free and available at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big, bad, huge.